Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Podcast. I am really, really excited to be here with you today. This is going to be one of those episodes that you're either going to want to save so you can listen to at another time over and over again, or it's one of those ones that you just know you have to take inspired action on right away. So with that in mind, today's topic is this, unlocking the number one vision board secret for manifestation. Now, you have probably heard me talk about vision boards for the longest time. I actually wrote about it quite extensively in the fourth section of my Dear Universe book, which has sold over 100,000 copies and has been translated into 10 different languages. And in that book, I go into some personal stories of how I personally have experienced radical transformations in my life through using the power of vision boards. And so I want to walk you through some of the most important elements with, of course, the number one vision board secret for manifestation and why it's so important to tune into this creative essence so that you can manifest at a more uh, how do I put this, like I empowered pace. So the, the whole name of the game, the whole goal of the game when it comes to manifestation is the embodiment and the alignment of the energy that you are calling forth from the universe. And so it's really fun. This stuff gets really fun when you can start to visually encapsulate what you want. It's like placing your order from the menu of the universe and so you want to be really clear and really specific. And so I'm just going to start with the number one secret, right? You can just, you can skip the rest if you want, but this is the most important thing to focus on. And that is feeling. So often these manifestation teachers that have been around for 15 minutes <laughs> that haven't actually done the work or used the spiritual tools say that create a vision board, put it together, you know, put on your bikini body on there or your sports car or whatever that is. And that's fine. My teachings are designed to meet you where you are at. Right. So I really I know that the community that gathers around my work and the work of this podcast is to really dive into the subtle energetic elements. And the main component is emotional empowerment. So yes, create a fantastic, beautiful vision board with your bikini body or what, you know, anybody is a bikini body, right? <laughs> if you want it to be, or your sports car or your soulmate or whatever it is, but focus on the feeling. What will that feeling give you? And then the really incredibly accelerating and amplified piece here is that you want to start feeling it now before you have any evidence of those things manifesting in your reality. Otherwise, we're always playing energetic catch up. We're always trying to close that loop between intention to manifestation. But what if you could feel like everything that you ever wanted has manifested right now in this moment? In fact, let's let's do that right now. Let's do a little exercise where if you're not driving, of course, <laughs> turn this off if you are driving or you are operating heavy machinery or cooking something that could burn. Um, make sure that you close your eyes if you can and just imagine for a moment that you are an infinite being capable of attracting into your life anything and everything that your heart truly desires. You are worthy of this. I want you to remember that. 
And I want you to remember that on every level of your being, up until this point, every version of you in alternate realities, if you want to get super mystical and woo-woo, every version of you at every different age, every different check-in point of your entire life has brought you to this precise moment, which is the awareness that you are enough and you are worthy to attract into your life everything that you desire. In fact, you are at this very moment listening to these words, attracting. You are a magnet and all good things are coming to you. So without having to see evidence of the manifestation before cultivating the feeling is the key. Feel how you will feel in your dream home. Feel how you will feel waking up next to your soulmate, your beloved. Feel how you will feel going to work every day in your dream career or building the business of your dreams. That feeling starts now. So there is no separation between the two. So then when it comes to just like the the normal mechanics of creating a vision board, make sure you get a piece of board that's not going to bend or bulk or, um, you know, deteriorate over time. You want to create something that is almost like a work of art. So it will be archival, something that you can keep with you for a long time as an energetic record of what you are attracting into your life. And so it becomes a place that you have in your constant awareness. And then when it is in your awareness, you etch it into your subconscious mind. So the more you look at it with this feeling, that's what I'm saying. Re-listen to this episode if you need to, bookmark it, download it, write a notes app reminder or set an alarm. Listen to this meditation or this, this podcast episode today so that you know that you are a divine being. You need these reminders because let's face it, life can get so overwhelming with all of the things that we need to get done. It can be so overwhelming with all of the, the ways in which society sets us up to, re, to forget instead of remember the power that we have, our sovereignty within. And so place your vision board in a state of constant awareness and then tune into that feeling of gratitude. The feeling of gratitude is what will really take you from where you are now to an expanded container to experiencing more people, places and things that you have intentionally drawn into your reality. And then I have it in my notes here and I teach my students this and have taught them over and over again, but I'm going to say it again because I believe it is one of the most foundational pieces when it comes to manifestation and the law of attraction. You need to remember the phrase this or something better. Because doubt and fear will often creep in when we contemplate our desires. And so in these moments, remember this mantra, this or something better. And to trust in the divine timing of the universe and knowing that it unfolds for the greater good of your soul's expansion. So embrace the uncertainty. I know it sounds, it sounds really difficult. Sarah Prout says that I should embrace the uncertainty. But what if you did? And what if that was the key difference between you actually living the life that you know that you are meant to be living versus just settling for mediocrity, settling for staying safe and comfortable in your comfort zone? So I want to talk a little bit right now about the mindset element as well, that especially when it comes to vision boards, you don't need to feel like you have to explain yourself to others. 
<laughs> you know, like if someone comes in and they're like, what's that board for? What does that mean? You know, like we've all got those people in our lives, whether it's family members or friends or kids, teenage kids in particular, that want to poke fun or say, well, that stuff doesn't work, you know, insert eye roll here. <laughs> and so we get self-conscious. And then when we feel self-conscious, the the baseline feeling of feeling self-conscious is I want to hide. I want to self-sabotage. I'm not worthy of this. But what if you claimed it and you owned it? This is the key difference. And I'm not saying you flaunt it. Let's just say, and I know that there are so many of you out there that can relate to this. Let's just say that you believe in manifesting, but your significant other does not. I know that there is a situation in a lot of different uh, the, the full spectrum of partnerships where one person doesn't believe in what the other person believes. And that's okay. We're not all supposed to be the same. But what is difficult is when you do something like a vision board and then you get ridiculed for it or you get shamed or you get questioned. And so there are a few private tactics that you can use if you are in an environment that is prone to that level of negative energy. The first thing that you can do is protect your own energy and remember that you are on your own journey and that it's if it really antagonizes your partner or it's like a, you know, sticking up the middle finger and saying, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do. You know, I'm unapologetic. Don't do that because you want to build a bridge of mutual support. <laughs> right? You don't want to rub it in their face that you, know, you got a picture of like a, a different soulmate on your, <laughs> on your vision board. And you'd be surprised. I've actually seen that happen before <laughs> where people have been in a long-term relationship or a marriage and they've put a soulmate on their vision board. And guess what happens? The feelings then are then followed by the manifestation. And, <laughs> and it's like, okay, well... Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but you know what? The universe will always give you what you are ready for. <laughs> so sometimes relationships come to a natural end and I'm not advocating for breakups <laughs> by any means, but if it is not a lifelong relationship that nurtures your soul, then why, well, what are you doing? <laughs> and, all right. That's, that's probably a topic for a different day, but one of the ways you can, as I said, navigate a more uh, stealth vision board, if you will, is to take a photo of your vision board and put it as like the background wallpaper on either your desktop or your phone. That's another way of doing it. But whatever you do, don't hide it in a closet and don't put it behind a door, right? Because there's this very practical application of the ancient art form known as feng shui, where if you are trying to hide or conceal things, guess what the universe is going to respond with? Hidden and concealed manifestations. Some of these opportunities might knock so quietly you don't hear them. <laughs> Does that make sense? So you really want to encapsulate the full embodied essence of these are my feelings, these are my wishes, these are my desires. And if you are not in a relationship where you can say those things or you are not in a situation where you can show you know, how you feel and what you want, that's okay. It's not designed to be, I'm unapologetic and I'm just going to go around and tell everybody what I'm going to manifest. Hi, I'm Sarah and I want to manifest a, a new sports car. You know, I'm never, ever going to do that. <laughs> but you can do it elegantly and you can do it quietly. <laughs> and then the other thing to remember is you can do it digitally as well. You can create like a Pinterest vision board where you've got a board, even if you kept it a secret board, the secret board on Pinterest digitally is way better than creating something and having the fun of the glue and the scissors and maybe pouring a glass of wine or having a cup of tea. 
and then hiding it because it's that actual physical action that creates the energy. So you're creating this beautiful flow of energy and then you're stopping it. So how many of you out there, and I want you to message me if you've ever hidden a vision board, <laughs> if you've ever hidden it from your partner or hidden it from anybody. Um, I want to hear about it because I think that it's those moments that can really be the opportunity to stand into what you really want and the reminder that you are worthy to walk into what you want. So trust in the universe. This is the last point that I've made here. So embrace your vision board. Trust in the process of the feeling that you're putting behind it. Your feelings, good, bad and ugly, are the most powerful manifestation magic that you have. Yes, there are inspired actions such as creating vision boards or even writing in your dear universe journal on a daily on a daily basis. Just remember, this is key, absolute key, that the feelings are magnetic energy. And that's not saying to spiritually bypass. If you're having a bad day, like you might be, you know, it might be that time of the month, for instance, I'm going through that right now. I said, I said to my husband, Sean, before, oh, I'm feeling a little achy, you know, it's kind of leading up to that time of the month. I just, I just want to go and have a nap, you know, that kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, no, which is not the right response, right? By the way, for a woman that's feeling hormonal, I guess any, any kind of response might be a little bit running the risk of being taken the wrong way. Um, and I just knew I'm not feeling great right now. So am I canceling out all of my manifestations because I was feeling a little bit more negative or cranky in that moment? Absolutely not. But do I allow the universe to write me a beautiful big permission slip to say, hey, Sarah Prout, yes, you can tap out for a little while and you might have some funky thoughts or self-doubt or the, the uh, silent self-sabotaging element might crop its head and go you want to hide right now and that's okay as long as you remember that you get back out there as soon as you're feeling better energetically with your feelings with the awareness of how you bring to your emotional well-being a sense of responsibility this is this is so vital and so key whether you have a vision board or not the vision board encapsulates encapsulates in a viewable way the desires and it's imprinting the field of infinite potential so I'm going to go into right now just a little couple of little quick stories about vision boards and how how they have really uh, transformed my life over the years especially when it comes to that feeling piece so many of you know that in 2013 I married the love of my life Sean Patrick Simpson and two weeks before we got married I found out that I was pregnant and we had an international wedding planned. We were living in Australia and we had our, our Vegas wedding planned that we'd booked out this beautiful boutique hotel resort in Las Vegas. And I found out, I did a pregnancy test. It was early days and I found out, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. We weren't trying, it just happened. And then I went to the doctor and the doctor said that my hormone levels weren't rising as they should have. And so it was like, I think a week and a half beforehand. And it was only like a very short period of time that I found out that I wasn't actually going to have a baby. I was having a miscarriage. And so that really commenced the first of five miscarriages that I would have in a row in a 10 month period. And I was going through such a difficult time 
um, emotionally. Yes, it was like the, the peak of my life, getting married in Las Vegas and all that kind of stuff. But behind the scenes, our business was struggling. I was going through a pretty nasty um, mediation requirement from the courts with my ex-husband in negotiating, you know, my children and their past and all that kind of stuff that's not relevant now. Um, but it was a really tough time. And on top of that, I was losing these babies and I was still a manifestation teacher. And so it was hard for me to show up for my mastermind students and for my publishing clients and, you know, to push the idea, well not push the idea, to disseminate the idea, that's much better, isn't it? <laughs> to disseminate the idea of, um, hang on, just, just one minute here, I just want to take a little side note to say, isn't it nice that I'm not pausing for the mid-roll ad breaks anymore? I just want to, if you are enjoying the show a lot more now because there are less ad breaks and they are better placed, then please leave me a five-star review because I just decided, you know what, I want to take the power back to my own show and so it's no longer being externally produced so <laughs> I will get back on track with the story now uh, it's just really nice because it doesn't interrupt the flow when I'm behind the microphone so back on track so going through this 10-month period of having miscarriage after miscarriage at around like the the nine-week mark you know I'd see a healthy heartbeat and then I would lose a baby. So for any of you out there that have ever been through the loss of a pregnancy at whatever stage, I lost my first pregnancy um, when I was 16 weeks at four months pregnant and I was only 20 years old. And so that was really my first experience with pregnancy loss and loss and how uh, broken I felt within. So now layering that in with being a manifestation teacher and having the intention to manifest a baby and it's just not happening I really felt like, you know, the universe had forgotten me. And I've written about this extensively in both of my books. And so during that time, I created a vision board. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and it, it was just a way of me putting out there that I wanted that baby, that baby feel, you know, I'd already experienced it when I'd had Thomas and Olivia, my two oldest babies, but now I, I was married to the love of my life and we were building this life together and I wanted to share a child with my beloved. And so I had to get to that point of accepting to, hey, maybe it's not going to happen and that would have been fine, right? We would have been okay. But I created a vision board during that time and I remember uh, in the middle of the board was a little baby, a little baby girl. And around her, I put pictures of like the decor, the decor, decor, I don't know, how do you say it? <laughs> My American Australian kind of thing is all over the place. Um, and I remember, I remember putting like the different um, pillows and toys and things like that, that I wanted around there. And I remember um, putting just random thoughts and feelings on there, different um you know, just different things that were in the magazine that I was cutting through because we didn't have much money. So I had to go to secondhand stores and buy magazines and brochures and things like that. And I remember putting on the vision board this picture of a little girl in a Batman costume. Now, I am not by any stretch of the imagination a fan of superheroes or Marvel stuff. That's more my husband's kind of cup of tea. That's definitely not for me. So I don't even know why it made it on the board. And 
you guys know that I ended up manifesting Lulu (laughs) and she was born in 2015 after the five miscarriages and at around the five six week mark I started having all of the same signals and signs of having a miscarriage so I went to the emergency room and I wrote her a letter and I always get emotional talking about this I wrote her a letter saying dear soul baby It's okay if you choose to stay. It's okay if you choose to go. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to carry you. And I was just sending all my unconditional love to this little being that I was trying so hard to manifest. And then I went into the ultrasound room and I thought, I thought there was no way I'd been in that ultra, that exact same cubicle before in that ultrasound room only to see that there was no heartbeat. And I was on my own because Sean had gone to pick up the other kids from school. And I looked at the screen and the doctor said, this is a healthy, strong heartbeat at five weeks and three days. And then he gave me a 20% chance that that baby would survive because I had something called a sub uh, subchorionic hematoma. If I'm saying that incorrectly and you're a medical professional, please forgive me. But there was some kind of a pool of blood in there that gave her a 20% chance of survival. And so I said, I'll take those odds. And I I walked out of that cubicle grinning from ear to ear. And Sean was racing back into the hospital with the kids so that he wouldn't miss out, even though I'd already been in there. And I'm like, everything's everything's okay. And then we had to face, you know, like the, the dismal statistics. But I took those odds. And every single day I decided to celebrate each milestone. And by this stage, I'd already forgotten about the vision board that I'd created. And then when... Finally, when Lulu was born, even on the day that she was born, I nearly lost my own life because I had a near-death experience and nearly bled out on the operating table, which is a story for another day. Um, I remember digging out the vision board. It was probably like a year later when we'd moved to Vegas and we'd had from Australia to Vegas and we had all of our things there. And I remember seeing the things that I had decorated Lulu's room with in Las Vegas. And they were the same things that back in 2013 that I'd put on the vision board. And then about two years ago here in the Hamptons, in this house that I'm staying in now, I remember it was around Halloween time and Lulu was so excited by her costume that she had, she really wanted it. And it was, a Batgirl costume and she was about the same age as the little girl that I put on the vision board and I had completely forgotten about it this is the thing about the reason why you should never throw out your ancient manifesting ritual your 55 times 5 why you should never throw out your completed 13 week dear universe journals or your vision boards because part of the magic is when the manifestations catch up to you where you go oh my goodness This is, this is incredible. And so I just want to reiterate here that those full circle manifestation moments are what brings me the most joy when it comes to my work. When you guys send me messages saying, Sarah, I wrote down in my Dear Universe journal that I was grateful for my soulmate, even though I didn't have a soulmate yet, or I didn't know where to find one. And guess what? He arrived. (laughs) Guess what? I had to join online dating to find him. So this is, this is the key, the feeling. I want you to remember the feelings of, 
of when those manifestation moments loop back and how you can bring that essence to the vision board process. It is such a viable process that cannot, no matter what stage of your life you're at, it cannot be underestimated the power of actually just taking time to focus on your intentions and how much the universe rewards your action. Every single time the universe starts behind the scenes rearranging things so that the right people, places and experiences are brought in alignment with your current reality. I'll give you another example. I've, I've told you before, you guys before about my, my wedding flowers. I did a wedding vision board and then got to the day of my wedding and uh, well, two weeks before my wedding and they, they said, oh, sorry, Sarah, we couldn't find peonies, which were the flowers that I wanted. And I'm like, that's okay, just substitute them. And then on the day they apologized to me and they said, oh, I'm sorry, we couldn't find what you wanted. All we've got is peonies. So it's like happy accident. The universe was listening and rearranged it. Um, and then, the, I mean, there's just been countless places where I've looked at old vision boards and then where I've lived. And um, there's just been this constant loop back of, oh my God, I put that on the board and, and there it is, the tiniest things. And you just never know. You never know. Um, this is this is part of my intention setting process as well that I do every year on, on New Year's Eve. I write out a list. I don't do a vision board at the end of the year. I do write out a list of all of the things that I want to manifest. And for years I have done this process. And I think probably for the first five or six years it was just I want to do this. I want to do this. You know, I want to write a book. I want to, you know, go to New York. Or, but then I added in the feeling. And that's really the equation. It's like programming or if you've worked with ChatGPT or AI and you write in the series of prompts, you have to be specific. The universe is kind of like this big mystical web of uh, infinite intelligence, not artificial intelligence. But it works in the same way. You have to put in the right parameters for it to respond to you. And so, um, you know, like you... With my, my New Year's list, I wrote down on there, I want to go to New York and feel really inspired. And I ended up going to New York, I think, three or four times that year. But it was like the manifestation of how these opportunities arise, how the time opens up, how the willingness, how the, the finances line up to support that intention. Everything that you do on your manifestation journey is because you take inspired action with feeling vision board, vision boards, whatever it is, it's the feeling, focus on the feeling and leave you with the feeling. And that's what I try to do with the podcasts. When I, when I leave you guys each episode, I want you to feel more empowered. I want you to feel like you have more spiritual tools for your spiritual toolbox that are going to help you on your journey. This is what I'm here for. This is why I created the dearuniverse.com brand so that we cre could create amazing products to help support you on your journey, whether it's our sticky notes where you write your own Dear Universe affirmations and stick them around your house, which is really cool, or you write in your Dear Universe journal every day. And speaking of which, we have a really exciting announcement, and that is that we are launching a whole bunch of brand new colors that represent 
the things that you want to manifest. We have four new colors, which you are going to absolutely love. There is one to manifest wisdom. There is one to manifest passion. There is one if you want to manifest peace. And there is one if you want to manifest, I wish I could think of it right now off the top of my head, but I can't. Oh, love. It's love. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of that. So what's the fourth thing? Um, but these are beautiful colors. And so I would love you to go to DearUniverse.com. And if there's a waitlist there, sign up for the waitlist because these are only limited edition colors. I think we only have a couple of hundred, couple hundred of each. And last year when we did this, we sold thousands. So make sure you get on the waitlist in order not to miss out. All right. That is it from me for today. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with your friends, take a screenshot. If you are on Spotify, it's really easy. Just point like the little upward arrow thing and it turns it into a story that you can share this podcast and the inspiration with friends, because remember the energy you put out there comes back to you. All right. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today for another episode of the Manifest Podcast. Bye for now.